Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night with Lucas Two Blue. I am your host, Lucas McCormick, and I am joined with the illustrious co-hosts Jared Sutton and Duncan Miller. Thanks for coming, guys. Glad to be here, Lucas. And also in the room, we have uh, Vidi Gallardo uh, as 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 an honorable uh, host. She she is always being a studious student, working on her homework and such like that. Um, do I sound quiet and to you guys? Not talking into the microphone. No. No. You guys can you're, you're not leveling as you're. Turn it okay. Up. I think yours is. I sound a little really quiet in my ears for some reason. Crank Maybe my headphones up. are dumb. Definitely. Is it these Lower ones? Weird. Anywho, I can, hear, I can hear though. We are here to talk about Fast and the Furious. I, we are officially titling these next two episodes Fast February, uh, in response and excitement to the Fast and Furious. Um, I, we've kind of mentioned it before in the last two shows that we were going to talk about this, and we're finally here. Excuse me. <laughs> finally, on something that I can talk about. <laughs> yes, we're, we're talking. <laughs> so, um, over the course of the last month and a half. I subjected uh, all of these people uh, to watching Torture. Fast and the Furious. Oh yeah, that because I genuinely love the series. Um, but let's let, let's talk about Wild Speed. I mean, Fast and the Furious. Um, you might be asking yourself now, Lucas, isn't aren't you the film guy who only likes Oscar bait independent and foreign films? Well, yes, I do like those films, uh, but. You also need to know that I really like the completely absurd and films that try and one-up themselves each time. Um, and you should also know that The Fast Saga is literally one of the most inclusive and progressive movie series, even more than, dare I say, Star Wars, Marvel, and Harry Potter. You heard me. I'm not taking it back. Take that, Disney. Take that. <laughs> you own all of them, except for one of them. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, Duncan, you had a little bit of an intro that you wanted to say. What what did you yeah, want to say? So I'm going to focus on the the takeaways from just the first movie, and then sort of that that's a great point for jumping off. Uh, like Lucas uh, said in the open, the cast is extremely diverse for a 2000s action movie. Actually, puts us in the year 2001, which I was surprised. I thought it was 99, but the uh, which we'll get into the origins of that as well, mm-hmm. uh, which date back to the 90s but and i uh the second point i have is it really opens a window of uh the the culture of cars and street racing which a a lot of people the general audience don't know about so i think that was kind of eye-opening for me Uh, i have not seen this entire franchise before and watching them all back to back to back uh the world that's mostly unknown to, to most people uh, and then another thing was that the cars themselves really reflect the characters of the Fast family. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's Vin Diesel's American Muscle or, you know, maybe Paul Walker's or his or imported cars, mm-hmm. they're really uh, attuned to their characteristics as racers and uh, drifters uh, as they go on. And then on the rewatch, I have to say Vin Diesel is quite uh, an versatile and amazing actor i didn't think that he had those kind of jobs yes (laughs) i am groot indeed um uh so (laughs) that was that was dumb um (laughs) anyways um i'm gonna move on to our next song which is a song from the uh best named sequel of all time 
Too Fast, Too Furious. This song is Act a Fool by none other than the cast member of Ludacris. So enjoy this song of Act a Fool by Ludacris from the Too Fast, Too Furious soundtrack. Yeah, we're playing only Fast and Furious soundtrack music up in here, whether it be on the trailers or in the movies themselves. So enjoy this song. Tell me what you gon' do, act a fool Somebody broke in and cleaned out your crib Boy, what you gon' do, act a fool Just bought a new pair and they scuffed your shoes Tell me what you gon' do, act a fool Now them cops tryna throw you in them county blues Boy, what you gon' do, act a fool Talkin' about traps, cops and robbers It's 911, please call the doctor Evacuate the building and trick the pigs Since everybody want a piece, we gon' split your wig See some fools slipped up and overstepped their boundaries You bout to catch a cold, stay the f*** around me Your peeps talking about what kind of s*** he on You'll disappear like poof, be gone You think 12 gon' catch me? Give me a break I'm supercharged with a hideaway license plate It seems they wanna fingerprint me and give me some years They'll only get one finger while I'm shifting gears I got suede on my roof, wood grain on the dash Sheep skin on the rug, golden grain in the stash Hydraulics all around so I shake the ride We go front, back, and side to side So a punk just tripped up and made you spill your drink Tell me what you gon' do, act a fool Now your car just stopped on an empty tank Boy, what you gon' do, act a fool If you got late bills and you lost your job Tell me what you gon' do, act a fool If you bout to get drunk and you ready to mob Boy, what you gon' do, act a fool Let's take it to the streets, cause I'm ready to cruise Just bought me and my cars all some brand new shoes And the people just there, so I love to park it And I just put a computer in the glove compartment With my pedal to the floor, radar on the grill TV in the middle of my steering wheel It's my car's birthday, so we blowing them candles Most speakers in the trunk that my ride can handle Got my name in the headrest, read it and weep Nice tank in the back, camel hair on the seat And when I pull up to the club, I get all the affection Cause the women love the pain And they can see their reflection I'm about to take off So F what you heard Because my side mirrors Flap like a f***ing bird And for the fools We gon' clock one Then we'll f*** one Cause my folk riding shotgun With a You just got hustled For a wide of cash Man, what you gon' do? Act a fool Now your friends just smoked up Your brand new stash Say, what you gon' do? Act a fool Now them girls up the block Still running their mouth Boy, what Trunk wide open. Did donuts last week in the street, still smoking. See, I'm off that antifreeze and my car is tipsy. On the off ramp, doing about 150. Rolling through East Pern on my way to Ben Hill. Slide a five to the junkie to clean my windshield. Got the whole crew riding and we starting. 
I even got a trailer hitch with a barbecue pitch And now all you wanna do is get drunk and pouch Plus your new name is Fire cause we stomped you out And yeah we trees and bees that's fantastic So girls hold your weave while I'm weaving through traffic I kick the fifth gear and tear the road apart You'll be like Lil John Q and get a change of heart It's one mission, two clips, and some triple beans I'm about to blow this whole up to smithereens The potholes in the street just bent your rims Tell me what you gon' do And welcome back to the late night with Lucas Two Blue Show. That was "Act a Fool" by Ludacris. I gotta say those those lyrics they're they're pretty they're pretty ludicrous. It's still buzzing through my <laughs> no. head. Pun a hundred percent intended. Please stop that. Um. Okay, Duncan. Uh, I was gonna have you start off this one. Uh, you had some you had some ta- oh, takeaways. Yes. Is that what your first well, thing was? No, it's more of an origins. Okay. Uh, I I kind of alluded to this in the first time I spoke. Yeah. Um. Fast and the Furious, the entire universe was created from a 1998 uh, magazine article from the magazine Vibe called Racer X, which is not connected to Speed Racer, but kind of sounds like it is. It's it's kind of a, some of those things you'd stumble on. I think it's on Reddit, uh, but the, you can find the link out there somewhere. And this this article they actually had to buy from a uh, a writer that, that wrote it uh, but he wasn't really included in the final like sort of process he just kind of sold off his IP so to speak and uh, this sort of sparked the original story for it and then the other thing is if you were pitching this movie today the way you would pitch it is you would call it Point Break with Cars so if you've seen Point Break, I'll kind of go over the basic like plot line of it without spoiling too much of it. Uh, there's a group of criminals that are admirable, and the hero, undercover, does something to infiltrate this group, and along the way becomes one of the group. And we can kind of see this the same way with Fast and the Furious. Uh, Paul Walker's character, Brian O'Connor, does this. He's researching his case. You find out is a cop and then he's one of the fast family at some point in the movie mm-hmm. it's a very very uh it's kind of like those things explain a film plot yeah on twitter it's like this one if we're describing just the first fast and furious movie point break with cars i i also heard that did you watch the the trivia video i sent you in preparation for no, this i did not so i i found this i found this 101 facts on uh the film and apparently one of the ways they pitched this film was west side story but instead of music it was cars okay i like that one <laughs> which, right. which is super hysterical also uh kazaya joined us at, b- during the last song um Hello. hi kazaya thanks for thanks for coming on uh quick quick interruption i totally forgot to shout you out at the end of the episode oh my last gosh, time stop. um so <laughs> Back to episode two. We'll rewind for just a second. Housekeeping. (laughs) Kaziah is one of the best women (laughs) ever. She's on the podcast for obvious reasons. So there we go. Anywho, back to... uh, (laughs) Fast and feminist. Oh my god! I love Anywho. that. They should. The next Fast and Furious movie after this next one should be called Fast and Feminist. Fast but and Furious the, the, Ten. The tenth one. The tenth one. It's gonna be just just Mia working at Toretto Market. 
open yes. happens. They, they're gonna they're gonna go into the D dimension when they drift so hard in this All next film. Cast. Go back to the nightmare. And it, 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 it's just gonna be a hundred percent female. They're gonna cast. have to do CG. They're gonna Paul bring. Walker they're gonna bring somehow. back. They're gonna bring back all of the characters. Uh, Paul Walker's sister as deceased. Paul uh, <laughs> I don't even know if he Gal has a Gal Gadot will be back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, that was good. Um, did you did you want to talk about the structure at all, Duncan? I, I know uh, I have a I have a little bit of a, a list on breaking down each film in a one sentence well, example. Okay. I'll I'll leave that part to you. Okay. I, I kind of see this in like a. Uh, first movie and then after the first movie, the the, the big like peaks of the mm-hmm. franchise are one and five because the, the fifth movie, Fast Five, is just the greatest action movie of all time. Yes. So so let's let, let me break that down. So real quickly before I, I so like with Star Wars, I gave like each one kind of a sentence. I, I made one for all of the Star Wars films, um, and uh, or all the Fast and Furious films for this example. Um, but to break it down even simpler, uh, one through three are car movies, and then four onward are these like very ridiculous action films. Um, and I'll, I'll get into that real quickly. So I, as I gave uh, my one sentence examples, uh, here is my one sentence, sentence examples for each of the films. So one is straight up fa- Fast and Furious. That one's not doesn't need a lot of explanation. Two, Fast and Furious, but this time in Miami. <laughs> and three is drip, 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 drip. Fast and Furious. Well, well, you'll understand that in just a I moment. I know how to drive sideways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they drive with clutches now. <laughs> Um, uh, the fourth one is where the formula dramatically changes and they become these dark action movies kind of inspired by Batman Begins and the Dark Knight um, and then uh, the fifth one which Duncan said is basically this awesome heist film and this is where The Rock came in uh, the sixth one is an action movie where they go against their alter egos but also it's a spy movie um, the seventh one is a superhero movie slash tribute film. Um, the eighth movie is just straight up a superhero movie. Uh, there's a scene where the rock literally grabs a torpedo that has already broke through the ice, but is now gliding on the ice. <laughs> I am not kidding. This is actually from the film. It's Definitely wild. not a deleted scene. And he pulls it wild. just enough to send it flying at the enemy's cars. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw is a superhero high-tech Indiana Jones film. Yeah, accurate. I like that. I yeah. like the Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> so that is my my breakdown for for each of the each of the films. Um, so with that, um, I'm gonna go into uh, the. Uh, did you have anything else to say to that before we go into our next song, or should we go into our next song? Which is the one with the airstrip that goes? That's six. That's months. that's spy seven movie. countries. Okay. Okay. Yeah, through seven different seven, countries. Like yes. one hundred <laughs> long kilometer airstrip. Um, <laughs> anyways, I think I'm gonna go to the next song. So the next song is uh, "Here We Go" by uh, Hard Rock Sofa. Um, it's a it's a it's a club banger. So enjoy it as much as I do. Here is "Here We Go" by Hard Rock Sofa. 
welcome back to Late Night with Lucas Two Blue. Uh, the whole gang is here, guys. Um, so <laughs> let's talk about some stuff. Uh, Duncan, you you had some stuff prepped, so I'll let you kind of take okay. it away. So specifically focusing on the first movie, uh, which is definitely the most iconic, <laughs> and it being rooted in Los Angeles yes. definitely gives off a very distinct vibe for the the movie, especially if you're not familiar with some of this like locations, but you're you can kind of pick up the the culture from just what you're seeing. Uh, I want to go over a couple of the main locations that they uh, shot the first movie in. Some of these don't make a lot of intuitive sense uh, right away because it has been a couple decades since they, they, they shot the movie. So a lot of these places look totally the opposite of what they did before and some of them are exactly the same yeah so one of the first scenes that i can pick out is uh when brian is in the dodger stadium parking lot sort of like testing his driving skills right that is definitely extremely iconic if you've seen a game on tv you'll recognize that um another one that i want to point out maybe this is a little bit of a uh, a uh, nitpick Going uh, to some of these places like uh, PCH out in Malibu, why would they need to go out that far to like Neptune's Net and some of the other places? Like, this is not a big hike for these guys. I feel like they kind of make it seem closer than it really is. I know we talked about this in another like off off the pod on another thing about uh, certain movies doing that where they make it seem like it's all centralized, even though it's obviously, you can go through and pick out the locations. But yeah, that's that's one of the things that I noticed is that if you're familiar with that region, it's all over the map. So that was fun. Another one I wanna point to that most people won't know, the desert chase scene is actually filmed really close to the region that I grew up in. It's in Hemet, California, which is basically between LA and San Diego so cute it yeah and the best part (laughs) about this is I didn't even recognize it when I watched the movie I had to look this up but it's actually uh one of the the, actually one of the best places uh best upgraded roads in the region so Domenigoni Parkway I like to call it Domenigoni International Speedway because it's basically the long stretch not a lot of signals no entrances. It's basically just like a classic like highway in the middle of nowhere. Classic go fast. Yeah, so it's this perfect location to have filmed it. Nice. Cool. Well, in in that case, um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the film production of these films because um, I think that's a really interesting uh, fact. Um, so the one thing I want to say about these films is from these films, we've literally gotten some of the coolest stunts in filmmaking in the last at least 15 years, definitely um, the last 20 years for sure. Um, but in particular, the last 15 have really shown off, like, and especially the last 10 um, with the new kind of series, starting with Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Um, 
Uh, but what I want to say, for the first five films, most of the stunts were really practical. Um, I was watching some behind the scenes and I was like, dang, they did the boat launch in that Too Fast, Too Furious. They did the bank vault drive with some of the elements in Fast, in fast Five, which is incredible to me. And then the one that really got me was the skydiving scene from Furious 7 <laughs> is actually real. Cars they dropped cars from a plane. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah, it surprised me too. When he told me yesterday, I was like, what the heck? Yeah. There's no way that's real. Yeah. It is. So <laughs> parachutes can actually stop a car? I would or, imagine. Or the cars, are they done? Are they, I would they, imagine that physics the, doesn't the, exist. the cars don't have a lot of heavy. They probably removed all the heavy cars. Oh, okay, that car. makes sense. And so they could make the appearance of them actually floating. But they probably had to d design some really crazy stuff. Um, which is insane to think about. Um, I wonder where they did that. Like, where did they? Where do you drop a car out of a plane? I don't know. And have it be... <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, Iceland? Safe. Greenland? I don't know. Maybe? Um, Iceland might have been. Or Canada? Um, I'm not sure. That's, that's a great question. Would help it a lot more. Um, <laughs> Uh, their stunts that they do in the films are just insane. The real bank vault scene to me is, I think, the top tier scene because it one feels so realistic in scale. Um, you just see this giant like juggernaut of a bank vault just parading through, destroying utter chaos in Rio de Janeiro. It's just insane. I was watching that like that's that's probably what you what would happen if yeah. you tried to do that. Yeah. It wouldn't be pretty. <laughs> the, the skydiving cars is also crazy. And then I found out that the physics behind the hotel jump in Furious 7, where they're jumping from building to building in Abu Dhabi. Because I was like, that's not real, is it? I don't think it's real. But okay. the I, I was, but yeah. the, the science behind it, apparently a lot of uh, physicists were behind this. They're like, that's like the most realistic scene in the entire series. <laughs> Which sucks. Physics doesn't exist in the Fast and Furious universe, right. but it kind of does. Right. Um, that's one of the things people like always get hung up on with the, these films is they're like they're totally unrealistic and like, yes, they are, but they're consistent in their unrealism, which is amazing, and I really appreciate that. Um, also, one thing that I like to notice that people don't really know about this is each film has some sort of cameo from a musician, typically. Sometimes ja a WWE star. Um, like Rita Ora, Iggy Azalea, Ja Rule, Bow Wow, Pit Pitbull, Kevin Hart, and Ronda Rousey. Also Ryan Reynolds. Who's just his own yeah, that unique. Was, yeah. His own interesting. Um, so there's like a ton of really weird cameos of, of mixed lengths um, in the films. And then also, as Duncan mentioned, the mixed locations. Um, a lot of the locations that they say they're in in the film is actually shot in other places. Like, for example, in Hobbs and Shaw, that final scene is all shot in Hawaii, even though it's said to be in Samoa. Um, the Rio de Janeiro scenes were all shot in Atlanta and Puerto Rico um, because apparently there's a huge tax break there and it's really expensive to shoot in Rio. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this. Um, a lot of movies are filmed in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Specific. Like Avengers, why, Avengers why films like almost exclusively in Universal and, and Georgia and you know, whatever like Russia or wherever they go to be like where it's specific. Yeah, they film Wachovia in Russia, but you know it's it's the same. Huh. Those three, those are like the top three filming locations for uh, Marvel. Yeah, it's, it's sick. 
Uh, moving on, I think we'll play another song to take a little break real quickly, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about our little final segment. Um, and just to let you guys know, this will be a two-parter. We will be talking about this next week as well, because we were like, there's no way we're going to be able to fit this all in one hour. It's impossible. Um, so know that there is more coming. But uh, moving on, uh, we're going to play a little song called Blanco by Pitbull and Pharrell Williams. Um, so I hope you guys really enjoy this song. It's a fun song. Uh, it'll make you dance and groove. It's a good one. And here is Blanco. the show everybody uh you are listening to the late night with lucas Duke blue show we're talking about fast and furious it's fast february y'all 
Um, I don't know why I threw a twang on there. There's not even a single Yow. southern southern Yow. character in the Fast and Furious. It's the most country person here is me. Yeah, that that was, <laughs> that was weird. Um, but anyways, you are listening to uh, the Late Night with Lucas Two Blue Show on Otter Media. Uh, at Cal State Monterey Bay, home of the Otters. Thank you guys for listening. Um, that was Blanco by Pitbull and Pharrell Williams, uh, which is crazy because Pitbull was actually writing music from Too Fast, Too Furious, which was before his career really took off, um, which is kind of crazy that this music music pop legend got to be a part of this series before he was even that big to begin with. So... Anyways, that's a little, little f- fun fact for y'all. Um, let's talk. I'm going to talk about influences and why Fast and the Furious should be taken seriously um, a little bit. Well, while despite uh, credit to Cosmonaut Variety are for coining this term, uh, the gratuitous amount of testosterone and car foo uh, <laughs> that we like to <laughs> say um, – there, Cosmonaut Variety Hour created a, this game that uh, that I like to call a checklist um, for obvious reasons. Uh, checklist. Uh, where Air quotes. Uh, if you notice one of these things in the films, you have to uh, do some sort of silly thing. Um, silly. What are silly. Films rated silly. silly. PG-13. Okay. I think the first one was writing R because they dropped language in that that i don't think is possible to drop in pg-13 nowadays um yeah so it's a little dated at, at some points but that's okay <laughs> anyways let's let's talk about why fast and furious should be taken seriously um the reason i want to say this is because the directors and cast and crew are of varied ethnic backgrounds um i seriously want to say that because it was very apparent to me, uh, even though the first film is directed by someone who's white, from the films after that, it's been Japanese, Taiwanese, black, and just like this very mixed group of directors. And that doesn't really get recognized in this film series because it's very ridiculous, but I think it should be noticed. Also, the cast is a huge mixed bag of uh, Asian, Caucasian, black, Latinx, Central American, South American, European. All of these different actors. And undisclosed uh, backgrounds like Vin Diesel's. We don't even know mm-hmm. his this is true, true ethnic uh, <laughs> origin, origin. I we, think we, we don't know. I think he's he's of the the Diesel tribe. Yes, <laughs> he's his own unique. He was family. He was created. He was created in a lab for Fast and Furious. Wherever you come from, to make I your head look like that. His first big like most people didn't know about Vin Diesel. Before Fast yeah. and Furious, he was just kind of he he like, had some small roles in other out films. There. Most people didn't see Pitch Black. Yeah, um, but he did. Yeah, Vin Diesel's takeoff was Fast and Furious, and he will forever be known as as Dominic Toretto, um, or as most people like to call him Dom. Um, uh, but also, I, I want to. I just the things that I really appreciate the the mixed ethnic groups um, that are involved in the the team of this film. Um, is they're able to cater to this super wide audience around the world. It's one of the most financially successful films uh, outside of the U.S. Um, because of its star power and its mixed uh, group and 
it deals with these really interesting themes. Um, one of the most things that things that people talk about is they pray. So there, there's a little bit of Christian uh, themes in there. Um, there's you know good cop, bad cop, and the intermixing of that. What's a what's a criminal? I, what's the line? Uh, you know what the difference is between a criminal and a and a cop, uh, Brian? A bad judgment call, um, and that that Says seems the, to happen. The, the guy who blows his cover yeah. <laughs> and doesn't even solve the case, even yeah. though he had it planned all along. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great great series. Um, but you know, it's uh, what, what does Ludacris say? He said uh, crooks and cops and robbers something it's just like a bunch of stuff um it's soundboard it's, needed it's soundboard needed i wish they had you know clips that i could create it took me so long to figure this out and it never happened maybe maybe next week Who knows? something we'll have to figure something we'll out make our own yeah i'll do it um Bet. but that is something that i really wanted to say did you get the box office numbers for me or did I do you not really have those that, no that can be pushed to next time. Ne- next week we'll we'll go over the box office numbers for each film um in the international markets because they do a really good job of that um do we have enough time to talk about this potentially uh if so i have to throw a little song in the background Give me just a moment. Duncan, do you have anything you want to talk about real quick? I could uh, answer the question that I posed earlier. Yes, go for it. I'm uh, going to do a little the, music the change here. The skydiving scene, the car skydiving scene in Fast 7 was actually filmed in Pikes Peak, Colorado. And yes, like you said, they did send cars out of the sky with uh, GPS parachutes that they got from the Air Force. Huh. So... And then they did this all at altitude. They filmed sort of the, the like landing sequence at altitude. So you also lose horsepower in your car when you're at altitude because the like uh, the parts in your engine are also under the same sort of like stressors as humans are. So that's also one of the things they have to keep in mind with their uh, limitation. Yeah, they had to uh, rig up the cars in a certain way where they wouldn't damage them huh. on the cables and then sort of like edit out the cables into being the same as the, the parachute cables. That's crazy. I did not know that. Um, that's, that's insane. Um, <laughs> what? I'm just like trying to fathom like how much engineering that went into went into the film for this that's that's just insane equally as much engineering as it took dom to jump 10 feet in the air for the superman punch when he was inside the the plane uh i forgot about that scene oh my gosh that's right forget about that there's there is a scene where the Rock and Vin Diesel literally grab onto each other while mid-air in the in flight, sort of. Uh, and he like grabbed onto Vin Diesel's leg and then like let go of him right at the time where Vin Diesel punches the bad dude, who's basically the the other Rock, I guess. <laughs> the the, the Doppelrock. Oh my gosh. The Doppelrock <laughs> quote, quote book for, for Late Night with Lucas 2 Blue. <laughs> Avid listeners. How do I spell that? <laughs> how many, how many uh, outs do I use? I don't know. <laughs> 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 
anywho, um, as you can hear in the background, we're playing probably the most famous song that came from Fast and the Furious as a meme, and that is Tokyo Drift. So now you yeah. now you understand why I titled uh, Fast and Furious Three Drift 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 because that's from the song. Um, <laughs> anywho, um, the the one thing I wanted to really highlight last before we end the show this week is um, uh, this series literally has the ultimate job for a music supervisor. To give you a little bit of background, a music supervisor is the type of person who helps license film. Uh, license music for movies um so they literally have the best curation of music slash uh having artists on the soundtrack for these films um every track they pick is like a banger 100 percent certified banger um i i think this entire show we've been playing bangers pretty much yeah, yeah. yeah. certified one of my bangers. favorite parts about the past series movies is the soundtrack yeah it's it's all bangers all the time um but you know as as someone who's really invested in film music uh this is it's something that i really appreciate um and these soundtracks will literally i can literally just put them on as like a workout playlist they're so good to rock out to um not only do they have that but they also have major chart toppers um like uh see you again which we'll play next week we won't play this week because we're not we're not we're not tearing up right now um but yeah this this movie series is fantastic has an amazing selection of music um and just a great level of uh craft for these films in terms of engineering casting directing uh and just it's an overall fun time like you can't not watch these movies and enjoy yourself a little bit um they're ridiculous they're action is insane the lines from these films are insane especially from the rock um like uh give me the damn veggies <laughs> i mean come on so he was i think someone called him like it was like somebody called him like a meat and potatoes guy yeah and then he was like all right let's let's you know let's, let's like get our veggies out of the way first his like, version of good and bad news yeah, yeah like veggies are bad but he had to make it weird yeah but he obviously has to eat veggies to look like he does yeah right like he's not just gonna eat meat and potatoes no, literally like keto diet. yeah did you did you talk about duncan how uh even if you're a bad guy in the film you end up usually oh I, a good I, guy? I wrote that down okay so uh, i'll yeah oftentimes the main enemy of a previous story like uh, they have to be a bad guy uh, for at least one film. Deckard Shaw yeah. becomes part of the Fast family in the following movie and gets its own spin-off movie and is totally trusted and it's, they just kind of go with it. It's like not super realistic, but also fits in with the theme of family. Family gets bigger, family is deeper than blood, all those things. So that, that I think that goes along with the theme of family really well. Yeah. Uh, Jared, Keziah, uh, uh, we've been talking a lot. Was there is there anything you want to say that you appreciate from this series before um, we talk about like why we really, really in depth like the series, or what 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 things just like really stick out to you? I, man, I think my favorite part about them is that each one tops the other. Like they're so ridiculous, and you're like they can't get better than that, and then they top it. 
the next movie and you go, what the heck just happened after you're done watching it? And that's probably one of my favorite parts of watching all of these movies in sequence because I'm like, they're just so insane but incredible and then they top each other. Yeah, well next said. Next thing you know, they're throwing around the two-ton safe, wrecking the whole city and the last movie they they weren't doing that you know it's just it's just always it's always one (laughs) well the one thing i really appreciate about the stunts not only do they one-up themselves they even go as far as taking the stunt that they did in the previous film and then adding an extra layer to it um for example with the um the rio de janeiro bank vault scene uh later in fate of the furious the eighth movie of the series uh they do the bank vault thing, sort of, but instead of gripping onto a... Uh, or, excuse me, they do the bank vault scene, sort of, in Fast and Furious 6, but instead of a bank vault, they do an airplane, a armored tank, bomb... Uh, bomb-capable plane, and they take it down with, like, six cars that not don't nearly have enough horsepower to was it hold that cars? thing. It, had, was it, it, it was, like, four or five. Four? It wasn't, was it four? Yeah, it was a small number. A cars it was, later it was a little end. more than maybe a handful. It was not but much. But clearly not enough by the laws of physics to actually no. hold the plane down. No. And then, they and could then, have also ran out of gas in the time that it took to go the 43 <laughs> miles yeah. or whatever because you're exerting your car, you're going super fast. Yeah. And you're, then, you're, and then also in the eighth movie, they do the, the cable uh, to a large heavy vehicle. Um, but this time, instead of the uh, them being able to pull the thing down or the thing with them, the thing that they attach to, which is Dominic Toretto's car, uh, pulls <laughs> Five cars into its destructive path. Somehow. Somehow. What, was the, what was the physics on that? Oh, no, no, there was no physics. It's just American muscle. It's I okay. It's I've, amazing. I've never been more interested in physics before watching these movies. I've like never. <laughs> never before been more interested never in American muscle. Never underestimate the power of the 1970 Dodge Charger. Yeah. I oh want to trade in my Camry for a for a manual version now. <laughs> Get some It'll NOS going in longer. there. Oh man, <laughs> we got we got a couple of minutes. Do you guys want to talk about some of the memes that we've we've come up with slash oh, gotten from yeah. other people? Family. Uh, family. Fam- we haven't said family once this time. We kind of did. But oh. We didn't say it like yeah. as a meme. Yeah. We said it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> serious. So the thing but you gotta know is that thirty-three times is that <laughs> the word family gets thrown around a lot family. in the series. Um, and it's pretty hilarious um, because Vin Diesel says it in his Jeep. Like, only Vin Diesel and Sylvester Stallone have this kind of voice. Uh, uh, family. We're going to have family. Um, Something I noticed, they don't say the words fast and furious in the franchise. They might they say, say fast. It, but yeah, they don't right. say it. Furious, They don't no. say, like, the title in the action movie. Yeah. Even when it is an action movie. Except for in Fate of the Furious, they did say fate once. Okay, but yeah. you, you'd think they'd have one That's gimmicky true. line where yeah. everyone's like, ah, oh, there it is. It's Is not. It's not like right? Marvel, where the, the 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 title, the subtitle, always ties into what's happening in the film. 
Uh, have they said furious? No, they, they don't. I don't say, think they've said it once. No, like weird, like crackback joke where where Brian says like, "Oh, it's oh fast and furious." Like, it's it, okay. You think they they would have done that at some point? They haven't said wild or they haven't said wild speed together. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, fun yeah, so diverse, fun little. They didn't cover that. Uh, fun little fact for all, all you people is. Uh, in the region of Japan, they retitled the entire series to Wild Speed, and the <laughs> subtitles for some of these films are literally the most fantastic thing ever. Um, let me let me pull up. What was the that reason movie. why they re renamed it Wild Speed? No idea, but it's been like that Probably since, translated since the beginning of the no, series. I thought, was, I thought it was because there was something else that was already named that there. Oh, maybe. Mm. Well, I know that no, I th I that uh, in that uh, Fast Fast and Furious was they had to buy the, the name Fast and Furious even in, in America. Like there was some guy that owned it. He owned some sort of like IP of it, and they traded stock footage that they didn't use for the title, and that's how they acquired it because they were gonna call it uh, Red Line, but they didn't like that awful title, so they. they <clears throat> They ponied like up and bought the red, red, red line, like like oh, the, okay. the the red line on your uh, tachometer in your car. But but red, red line like it. licorice. <laughs> they they weren't they weren't in on the sponsor. They didn't even have Corona on board. They was it was all about like Han like associating candy, not car licorice. culture or whatever. But that obviously they went in a different right. direction. Thankfully, yeah. they went in a different direction. Yeah, I'm looking up the names right now, so so you can keep yeah I didn't, keep talk, keep blabbing. Red red <laughs> red line been a bad title. Yeah, I wouldn't have seen this movie if it was called Red Line. It would have been just lost in the the waves of other movies. What is Han constantly eating? Chips. When he's, he's, he's so he's okay, do something with his hands every time. Did you not did you not hear the line that uh yeah Gal Gadot says yeah. in the covering? Film? Uh -uh. So you're covering smoker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a common. It's a it's a that's a r slash movie details for you, um, uh, because he's a recovering uh, smoker. He has to he has an oral complex that he has to keep throwing things in his mouth and snacking. Gotcha. Um, so that's why his character is always mm -hmm. snacking um, on stuff. Had that always has chips. He always yeah, has I would chips, always snack and he really looks good for always having chips. <laughs> yes, for even real. even in his reappearance. In the in the trailer. Uh, hang on, I'm almost done collecting all of them. I, I can give you at least some of them right now. So the so the first one is obviously Wild Speed. The second one is Wild Speed X2. The third one is obviously Wild Speed Tokyo Drift. Um, the fourth one is uh, Wild Speed Max. The fifth one is Wild Speed Mega Max. Uh, the sixth one is Wild Speed Euro Mission. Uh, the, <laughs> the the seventh one is Wild Speed uh, Sky Mission, and I am pulling up the eighth one as we speak right now. Give me just a moment. Oh, it's Wild Speed Fate of the Furious is Wild Speed Ice Break. They come up with these titles purely from what they show in the trailer. Um, let's see what Hobbs and Shaw. I, they don't seem to have Hobbs and Shaw here listed but i'm sure it's probably just wild speed hobbs and shaw um but let's look up fast nine sense. shall we because i'm sure the title is now out for japan uh let's see here i'm looking these last two minutes huh so how else are we gonna fill these last two minutes oh well, well we have a little bit more time because they, we our time was taken up 
Wait, Japanese, J Japan just went with Fast and Furious 9. They're completely changing it. What? I'm but sad. They didn't, they didn't use the same oh. format as as the U.S. with F9. Well, maybe maybe there's they still haven't retitled it yet. Maybe it's going to be Wild Speed um, Indiana Jones or something like that. Oh yeah, they do. If wild you've seen the trailer, the Crystal Skull. It's either going to be it's either going to be <laughs> Wild Speed. What is that? I don't remember. It's either going to be it's either going to be Wild Speed Magnet Drone or it's going to be like Wild Speed Indiana Jones. It's like like copter grab. <laughs> I'm, yeah. looking, I'm a cop. I got money on copter grab. Copter grab? Well, it's not a copter. It's like a bomber jet. Well, you know, it's got to get truncated somehow. Yeah. Um. Anywho, that's that's what I'll we'll leave this this show off with. Uh, this week we have one more song uh, to play for you, and that is uh, from the uh, our Duncan and I's favorite film, Fast Five, and that is. I'm gonna totally butcher this name. Um, oh, no. Does, does does someone know how to pronounce this? The, it's no. like that super famous Latina song, like Cubano Latino song from. Vidi, this is gonna be the first thing that you say. <laughs> oh no. Vidi, can you do you want to come over here and read my screen? I might I might need your help. I just don't want to butcher this. <laughs> yes. Maybe. You're this right here. Danza Curudo. Curudo. Oh, I know how to pronounce okay. that. I didn't. <laughs> That's um, one of my favorite thank you, songs. Thank you, Vidi. We appreciate that. Oh, um, <laughs> then why didn't you do it? Because I didn't realize what song it was. I, I can't see that far. Can't see this I'm blind. Oh, I can't read. oh, they came out. They do have the Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, it's I'm not Hobbs and Shaw. It's called Wild Speed Super Combo. Wow. I love it. That's amazing. Way to never disappoint me. That's Japan. So Dude, look at this to all of you listening, Jared, this last this song is a bop. Yeah, it's so That's good. Exactly Turn it up. I, I love Japan. dancing to this song. Anywho, uh, let's let's play Danza uh, Kuduro. Kuduro, thank you. Uh, all right, by Don Omar. Uh, let's let's rock out to this song. It's 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 the most danceable tune to come out of this series. It's, it's pretty great. Enjoy the song.
best you run for cover We about to hit self-destruct Got all my people with me And none of us give a fuck So put them hands up higher Let's smash this party up This is the blast off Time to blow this up So best you run for cover We about to hit self-destruct Got all my people with me And none of us give a fuck So put them hands up higher Let's smash this party up So put them hands up higher So put them hands up higher So put them hands up higher Let's smash this party up So put them hands up higher So put them hands up higher So put them hands up higher Let's smash this party up Welcome to the Late Night with Lucas Two Blue show. I am your host, Lucas McCormick. You are listening to this on Otter Media at Cal State Monterey Bay, home of the Otters. Welcome back. It is Fast and Furious Fast February Part 2. I don't know why I went with the twang there. It doesn't make did sense. did it twice. I, twice. Twice with the twang. It makes no sense. Um, anywho, Jared, and how's it going, man? We're talking about Sonic. The fastest of them all. The fastest of them all. Should we talk about movies that are are uh, not traditional Fast and Furious movies your first, face, like <laughs> like Sonic and like uh, uh, Baby Driver is basically a Fast and Furious film, but made by Edgar Wright. Uh, what else? I don't. Know. I got spoiled by this, so everyone has to too. Sonic flosses twice. He does. <laughs> Not once, is that even a spoiler? But twice. <laughs> it's it. it's kind of beautiful because it. it's a it's a completely dead meme. Um, anywho, 
Uh, how's everyone doing? I hope everyone's doing well. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. I'm ready yeah? to live one quarter mile at a time, one last time. <laughs> one last time. Until until May. <laughs> and then the preceding years that Fast and Furious continues. Um, anywho, uh, we're back. We're here. We're in the studio. Um, Kaziah may or may not be joining us this show. We're just kind of waiting tentatively. She's She's working on a big assignment right now. And we don't want to interrupt that. Secret um, mission. Secret mission. That's right. She's she's doing a mission for Mr. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Um, and we don't know when she will return. Uh, if if she fails her mission, uh, the, the U.S. will disavow her anywhere else. <laughs> no pardons. No pardons. No amnesty. <laughs> nope. That that was all very deep, deep cut references to the later Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> is, this, is this not the testosterone fill show you were expecting, Jared? <laughs> I need some Nas in your stat. Oh my gosh! Puns don't, puns don't get me going right now. I just gotta say that. Anywho, let's uh let's play our next song and we'll 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 get into our our topics for the night. Um tonight we will be talking about some of our favorite things from the series, why we like the series, that sort of thing. Um pretty, pretty much basically that. Uh it's going to be a fun show. Um it'll we'll we'll ad lib, it'll be it'll be fun. We got good music to play. So, here is Gang Up by Wiz Khalifa, 2 J, 2 Chains, uh P P&B Rock and Young Thug. Um, this is a fun song. It's it's a banger. It's it's 100% certified banger. So here is Gang Up by the crew that did the Fast and Furious 6 song, which is super well known. But yeah. Here it is. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm with the gang, gang, gang. About to go up Switching lanes, it's a thing Every time we show up You were lame, lame, lame And you so below us Bet your bro, she know us Cause you know we glowed up We stayed down And came up And came up We stayed down We came up The gang up I'm a villain that's winning Precision, I'm killing. Represent the religion. Ended up independent. Took my car to the clinic. Let him check all the vitals. Middle finger, rival. Michael Jackson, my idol. Still ducking the pie holes. Talk to the plug every day. It's up single to Mayo. I still got me a Carlo. Still got money, Carlo. Your car running so bad, it stink up the Apollo. Call my Rollie a Rollo. Call my AP a Al Al. I ain't talking seat belts when I say that I'm strapped. I'm in love with my side. I sneak it through the side though. I'ma show you what we ride for. I'ma show you I'm what we die for. Gang, 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 yeah. and we bout to go up. Yeah. Yeah. Switching lanes, it's a thing every time we show up. You a lame, 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 and you so below us. Bet your bros, you know us. Yeah. Cause you know we glow yeah. up. Yeah. So I got Peter Paul, 
come on while they flexing. Yeah, I got a Indian, she western. Yeah, just had sex with one of your best friends. Then that fast and furious started nesting. I'm with the gang, 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 yeah. and we bout to go up Get some lanes, it's a thing, every time we show up You a lame, 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 and you so below us Bitch, yeah. bro, she know us, cause you know we slow exactly up we Stay down, forever Came up, came up, come see me Stay down, I got exactly what you need Came up, gang up, yeah I'm always with my gang, we always ready to We'll do anything, stay down, we'll never change We always gon' stay the same, put you in check when you out of place I try to tell them not to mess with my gang, gang, gang We do what we gotta do and don't complain, blame, blame I'm on the road, I'm probably fresh up off the plane, plane, plane Know you worried about me, I do my thing, thing, thing I got the world on my back, I put your girl on her back I did it all on my own, now there ain't no turning back And my whole squad got my back, and shorty so bad I asked her if she rapped the gang, she said facts Gang, gang, gang Gang, 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 and we bout to go up Just in lanes, it's a thing, every time we show up And welcome back to the show, everybody. Sorry, <laughs> I was having some technical difficulties there. Um, we're back. You're listening to Late Night with Lucas Two Blue. It is Fast February Part Two. Uh, we're talking about some favorite moments. Uh, Duncan, you were you were ready, so um, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you start okay. this one off. I said this before. I'll say it again. Fast Five, simply put, is the greatest action movie of the 21st century. 21st century. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's high praise. Now, there's many ways to slice this one up, but the heist element paired with the clash of fearless leader Dom Toretto and mm-hmm. new authority Luke Hobbs mm-hmm. add amplified stakes for the Fast family to escape and set up a life away from crime, taking the franchise to its peak. This is true. This is very true. So I, I think just all those things stacked on top of each other the bank vault the the just the the fact that we've introduced new characters but suddenly they're like already admirable like mm-hmm. the rock himself just being who he is like a sense of authority i yeah. think people wanted to see the rock in this franchise before he even appeared it was actually a fan suggested comment mm-hmm. on uh, vin diesel's facebook uh, one of vin diesel's facebook posts so just things like that where it's they've gone on so long now where the fans can almost predict what's going to happen next. Yeah, and I think it's a pretty open suggestion. It's not like it's not like controversial suggestions like in with Star Wars and uh Marvel and everything else and even Sonic. Um like the the even though the actors play their roles, the actors play a pretty significant role in the production and the planning of this series too. They all kind of really care about the series. And this, this was the first like one that really took like suggestions from the fans and stuff like that. Um, but it, yeah, they, the, the fast five, I, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit more in a How second. How do you feel about the rock 
becoming a meme after that movie, after that first movie. He was so powerful in in five. Yeah. And then after that. Well, <laughs> so he was Scorpion King before he came onto Fast Five. That was like his first big franchise, was part of the Mummy franchise back mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. And then that had pretty much died off, um, uh, you know, with Brennan Fraser and stuff like that. But um, it it went this kind of I would say this movie really skyrocketed the Rock's career into being the, the legitimate action icon that he is today. You know, he went from a really bad CG looking Scorpion King to yeah just colossal mountain baby baby uh baby oil People uh throwing sweaty <laughs> sweaty sweaty sweaty, <laughs> sweaty. <laughs> dude i remember we were watching the first one and we were all just commenting like why is there so much more water on him compared to all the other actors like all the other actors are are like normally perspirating because they're in rio and it's you know a little bit a little bit warm um somebody dumped a Water on top he like of did like the set. ice bucket challenge before every scene. I think The Rock has his own microclimate. <laughs> oh my gosh! He is his own biome. He is his own biome. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. Oh man, um, Duncan, do you want to finish with what what other notes you had? I, I was just. I, I was trying to come up with a little timeline. Yeah. And then you, were, you said Scorpion King. I wrote Scorpion Rock. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I apparently can't take notes. We gotta, maybe we'll do The Mummy about. next year because I haven't seen all the mummies. Have you seen all the mummies? No? No. Jared, have you seen any of those movies? No. Okay. Vidi, you have. What What movies have you seen from The Mummy Is franchise? The first the three? The first three. Wow. Committed. Isn't there like six or seven? Like, don't they become like B-movie action? After a while, nothing, nothing can top the B movie. That's true. That's the guy that had the. No, uh, I'm not talking title. about Jerry Seinfeld. He had the title. The direct, the, the creator of the B movie had the title. Oh. Fast and Furious. What were you gonna say, Vidi? No, nothing. I'm actually got it. Oh, okay. I don't know what the creator's uh, creator of the B movie's name was, but he. Jerry Seinfeld. No, not Jerry. Seinfeld. <laughs> the, the guy who was behind it, not the guy who became the meme. Yeah. But the the guy who was behind that movie owned the the title fast and the furious so they traded uh some stock footage that he could he could uh use, use. he'd be like become the king of b movies not oh my not gosh. the seinfeld thing but yeah. anywho we're going off on a tangent here <laughs> this isn't sonic this isn't this isn't wild speed wild speed <laughs> In its essence. Wild tangent. Wild tangent. Am I right? Lesser known franchise. Jeez. Let's go off on a tangent. Oh my we're goodness. Going off on a tangent. Someone skateboarded by there. Otter Skate Club? Otter Skate Club? Por qué? Um, Otter Fast and Furious Club? That's us. <laughs> <laughs> Only have five members. Yes. Uh, Duncan, what, what other... Um, you, so I I asked everyone to give uh, like their favorite movie, their mm-hmm. favorite moment... Uh, and their favorite character. So what uh, what are those other things for you? My favorite moment is yeah. from the first film, The Fast and the Furious, uh, when Brian gets out of his smoldering car and yeah. says, dude, I almost had you. And then and then Vin Diesel goes off on this awesome. entire speech that we can't really play on here. 
you almost had me. You never had your car. And, he, you know, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. And it really just established a tone for this yes. franchise where beyond that point, we kind of figured out who these guys are. It even if did. we know that Brian is sort of just kind of feeling out what's there mm-hmm. undercover. It's kind of the midway act one reveal that he's a cop. And yeah. It just kind of set a tone for these guys. They're going to be rivals. Yeah. What about your favorite character? My favorite character, this might come as a bit of a shocker. I don't know if you read my notes earlier. I, I, I took it's, a peek at them a little bit. It's Letty. That's, Letty. I'm surprised. Letty's... I thought for sure you were going to write Luke Hobbs. I was 100% well, like, down for I don't Luke know. Hobbs. I, I think. Don't worry. Somebody's going to say Hobbs. So, <laughs> yes. Great. So uh, Michelle Rodriguez is, is definitely one of the most wicked characters uh wicked wicked portrayals of a character yeah. in the fast family in my eyes i think she belongs on some sort of female action hero mount rushmore like what with like sigourney weaver and I, well and okay so zoe zaldana i was i was thinking i had a list Both, all three a part of avatar uh, wait is avatar connected to fast and furious <laughs> avatar's not is, is avatar in really the fast an action and movie though i was gonna say charlize for her role yeah as furiosa in furiosa. mad max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. uma thurman yeah as the bride in kill bill yes linda hamilton as sarah connor in yep. the terminator franchise 100 and uh michelle rodriguez as letty ortiz and an honorable mention you said sigourney weaver as ellen ripley in yeah. alien aliens not I wouldn't call a- it an action alien movie isn't as much. Aliens kind of is because yeah. it's it's James Cameron. So I would I would kind of put her there as honorable mention. Yeah, but that's yeah. Those are the things that I had just sort of like to put it in perspective of how impressive she is in her limited time. Because yeah. we something we just noticed in the in the prep was that Letty and Brian are not on the screen together having a conversation until the sixth movie which is insane considering they've been in what four movies together yeah so we, we kind of think of like this dynamic where oh, we have all these characters as a family but yeah how often are they actually all in the same room right there have been some parallels to star wars yeah where the three the trio luke skywalker uh princess leia and han solo are only on the screen together in the original trilogy for 22 combined minutes Wow. So I'd be interested to see if somebody did that for Fast and Furious and who like what other combinations they would plug in. Yeah. For that. Maybe like like cuz the I think the one I would want to see, I know it's a lot, but I would want to see The Rock and Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. especially as their their the tensions rise between the two uh, causing the uh the eventual spin-off into Hobbs and Shaw. Um because you can tell that there's certain times where they're not even in the same shot together. Uh, like their stunt double is there, which is yeah. really funny. <laughs> Do you think there's some real life tension between those guys? Yes, 100%. Um, a little little, little bit of information on that is uh, The Rock has l- technically left at the moment the franchise of Fast and the Furious with Hobbs and Shaw being his final film. Currently, to this date, that is the information this could potentially change. It wouldn't surprise me if it changed. But my theory behind that is The Rock was making too much money to be a part of this franchise still compared to the ensemble cast that is also included. Like, he he is bankrolling every single film. Like, he's 
like he part of the budget, like a good fraction of the budget oh, like, like a third, of right. every film that he's a part of goes directly like to he, him. He has to get 35% of Jungle Cruise. At least, you know, like that's why he doesn't, that's why he's not doing a lot of ensemble films. Like mm-hmm. I'm really curious on like the Black Adam thing. Like part of the reason I'm like, I don't feel like Black Adam will last long is because the rock is too famous. You know, that's like, that's like picking, uh, you know, uh, someone who like, like, I don't know who's someone who's as famous as the rock that I'm trying to think of right now. John Cena. No, no. John Cena's not, not, not as an actor. Not quite. I would say like a couple years ago, like Johnny Depp. Yeah. So like choosing Johnny Depp. Well, no, cause Johnny Depp did a franchise too. I would say like, like think about actors in their prime like prime like maybe like bruce willis in the 80s that's like okay that's like taking bruce willis in the 80s and putting him in an mcu film that was also in the 80s does that make sense mm-hmm. like he's too big of a character he's too big of like a, a action star for him for people him to not separate him from the other stuff you know like the rock is luke hobbs in a sense in most of the roles he plays Okay. It w- wouldn't yeah. wouldn't you agree? So many movies that yeah. he did. Yeah, like he's still playing the Luke Hobbs ish character. That's kind of the the Michael Scott Luke Luke Hobbs character, where he starts off as a bad guy and then becomes a, a lovable uh, badass, basically. Um, uh, you know, the, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. I. You know, that's kind of what I think about the Rock. Like he's just he's too gigantic. And that was causing tensions because the other cast members, because the other, the other cast members probably aren't getting paid as much as him, but they have more screen time than him. You see what I'm saying? You see how there's issues there? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That that's my theory anyways. Um, I know that Tyrese didn't get along with him very well. Um, and they didn't want to get rid of Roman Pierce as a character. He's such a central part. He basically makes the whole second film. Yeah. So I don't know. And even Vin Diesel, like like in Fate of the Furious, you rarely see them together on screen, um, which is kind of interesting. Anywho, uh, let's uh, – should I jump into probably another song? That's probably a good yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. We'll go into another song and then, uh, Jared, are, do you have your notes prepped and ready to go for the stuff? All in my head. I can't Sweet. read. Perfect. I don't know why I asked. I'm Jared. I'm 19. I <laughs> learned how to read. <laughs> Anyways, here is a Speaker Box by Bass Nectar. This is the Fast 8 uh, remix of that song. Um, I enjoy this song a lot. It's a great song. Here it is. Speaker Box.
Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, I am your host, Lucas McCormick. I am joined with Duncan Miller and Jared Sutton, uh, and also Vidi is in the room, uh, as always. Um, Jared, I asked you last time we were on, uh, what are some of your favorite things, moments, characters from the Fast and Furious series saga? I guess they're calling it the Fast Saga now. Like That's the official name. That's like the, the MCU. It's the... Uh, FS, because <laughs> because fa- fast is wait is is fast in every single movie title? No. Is furious in every single movie? Title? No. They 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 mix it up every once in a while. There's there's the fast and the furious. There's uh too fast, too furious. There's fast and furious Tokyo Drift. Thank you. Um, there is fast and furious, fast five, fast and furious six. Furious 7, Fate of the Furious, uh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Um, My God. Yeah. But it's confusing because when they open some of the movies, they aren't... Are we good? A microphone has I will, fallen. I will mute that microphone. It's we'll, dead to us. Well, well, we can fix that in just a moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> Everything okay over we'll there? Get we'll okay. get to that. Okay. Um... <laughs> Um, the, uh, yeah, what was I saying? Talking about the Fast and the Furious the titles? Naming, the the oh, naming yeah. convention. So some of the movies start incorrectly from what their official title is. So like Fast and the Furious 6 opens and it says Furious 6. And Furious 7 opens and it says Fast and Furious 7. Explain that to me. I have questions. I, you need to, <laughs> where's the so consistency? Is the, is the Explain new- yourself, Rock. Yeah. Is the new movie going to be called F9 or Fast 9? That's because what I'm confused being about. Advertises F9. Yeah. But they could do what you just said and throw us for a loop. Yeah. I I don't know. That's a good question. Um well, I'm going to continue stalling. Uh Duncan, oh, you do you get it? I'll I'll do. Okay. We'll we'll deal with it in a second. Are you ready? Um yeah, I'm ready. Jared, hit us with Audience, your Audience, are you ready? Are you hit us my, with your favorites? My favorite whole movie is Eight. Fate? Eight. Fate Fate eight. Fate eight. Fate eight. Fate. Because I just think it I had the most fun with that one, probably because it's the most new and they tie a lot of things together. Mm -hmm. It just felt as somebody who who binged the whole thing over a couple of weeks, like 
a really good um not final because there's another because <laughs> there's still more yes but as of right now the final the last one that i can think of in my head the most recent main series been coming together and that makes me feel good on the inside yes <laughs> also you escaped the wrath of statham yeah. yes <laughs> If we have we I had a can, don't think we heard this can we, out yet. Can we can we talk <laughs> This is can, good. This is good. Can you good. talk about this with edi- with edited edited story it bits? It wasn't <laughs> So I So I had a dream. This was before he saw anything of Sorry. the character of Shaw. I had a nightmare. <laughs> I was I was trapped in in some kind of warehouse mm-hmm. where I I woke up and it kind of looked like the the final like boiler room in the um in the uh what was it called in the the uh, Hobbs and Shaw Nicholson no um what was that what was that movie called um wow boiler oh room? oh oh um Brie Larson Army no. Hammer wait what is that is that the one you're talking about no what uh here's Johnny. Where, shining? Yeah, the shining. Oh, I thought you were talking about <laughs> Free Fire. <laughs> Way off there. Dude, Way off. Enough. But in that, um, from that house, from the new, mm-hmm. from the new one, the Shining Two. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> like a boiler Doctor room. Sleep. It looked exactly mm-hmm. like that, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. And I woke up, and well, I woke up in the dream, mm-hmm. and for some reason, I. I think I was looking around and I was seeing like Korean signs, so I knew I was not not here, in, not, not in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, <laughs> not not in Monterey, to- California, not in Tokyo anymore, um, <laughs> not in Kansas anymore. I got up. I tried to find my way out. I, um, for some reason, still had my skateboard on me, and it didn't occur to me that this was a dream until I until I started like skating down a hallway and ollied off like a three stair and landed it. And then I was like, oh no, there's no way I could have done this in real life. We're in a dream. <laughs> and I and I go outside and I realize that Jason Statham is is the one who put me there because he's like staring at me and he starts sprinting after me and then I run away and I I don't know what happens next. I <laughs> I Did you wake know. up then? But I I woke up after some some terrible terrible weeb stuff happened. Uh, Not fit for radio. <laughs> and then I, but I've never seen. I I only saw the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how I was so scared of Jason Statham. It's very funny. It's it's become kind of a meme of our group, but now it can become a meme for Lucas Two Blue. <laughs> Please send help. <laughs> Don't trust anyone, especially Jason Statham. <laughs> um, okay. Favorite After scene? conquering yeah, your hit, fear hit, of Statham, hit me with your other what favorites. Your favorites. Huh? You conquered oh, yeah, your yeah, fear yeah. of Statham in, in okay. fate. Okay. And now what? Okay. Um, favorite scene: the um, the shootout in five in Rio, where uh, the Rock almost. Almost kicks the bucket, and then the whole the whole family, family, family comes family. and saves him with the power of family. 
That was that was the first movie where that term really got used a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was wholesome. It was actiony. It was it just had everything. And yeah. I, I really like that one. Uh, even though everybody else's like insane scene is also in that movie, but that was the one that I was focusing in on. And favorite character. And favorite character. Um, I don't know if I should go. trying to get myself not to just scream hard. Hobbs! <laughs> I turned your mic on. <laughs> what? <laughs> so Hobbs, why Hobbs? I cry laughing every time I see his his sweaty, disoriented face on screen. Also, what about the lines that he uses? I don't know Give me the how, damn how far That's we circled back on this disoriented. last time. He has to be a little bit out of place in this movie if he's talking about veggies and fast and I mean, it was written for Tommy Lee Jones, so I don't exactly picture Tommy Lee Jones and The Rock in the same like, can stratosphere. You, can, can you so believe I have to that, imagine... that Luke Hobbs was written for Tommy Lee Jones? I kind of can, though. Like the, on, only, like, writer, the only you, like, the, modern film he's done in this decade that I can think of is like Ad Astra, which is this like very like existential sci-fi film, and Captain America... <laughs> Where he's a general, so he doesn't do a lot of action. No, that's that's odd. Yeah, huh? Well, <laughs> casting what ifs are, yes. are just abundant in this franchise. Well, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to the next song, and then I'm gonna do my uh, my little talk, and then I'll I'll speak on Kazaya's behalf. She gave me some notes on uh, what she was gonna talk about, but um, yeah, I'm gonna play uh, Candy Paint. From Fate of the Furious soundtrack oh, by Post Malone. I know a lot of people like him. He's a he's a good artist. He's a he's a good man. He made my he made my list of honorable mentions this year. So I'm gonna play a little little Post Malone candy paint. So please enjoy this song. It's a good one. It's fun. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Candy paint with the white on top Lambo doors or the woo-up drop If you busy plotting on what I got Kicking your door, you swat, you thought Hundred thousand dollars on the tabletop Half price my whip, same price my watch Got no jumper, but I ball a lot So you're stony, I do what I want Candy paint with the white on top Lambo doors or the woo-up drop If you busy plotting on what I got in your door, it's what you thought Hundred thousand dollars on the tabletop Half price my whip, same price my watch Got no jumper, but I bought a lot So young stony, I do it all Didn't know that was your girl when she gave me top Kicked her out the road, said thanks a lot Damn, I love paper like a Michael Scott I can do things that your man cannot Slab boy coming down, down, I'm hot Everybody say that I gotta be stopped Even though my final form ain't none of that I'm so ahead of you How you comprehend what you ain't understanding Count a hundred bands and I watch your fannies Diamonds going crazy like they on the dance floor Got a lot of nothing I can handle Flavorless whatever, you should try a sample Baby, I'm the boss like I'm Tony Dancer Everybody tryna tell me what I stand for But you know me, homie, you don't want war Candy paint with the white on top Lambo doors or the woo-wop drop 
If you busy plotting on what I got Kicking your door and swat you thought Hundred thousand dollars on the tabletop Half price my whip, same price my watch Got no jumper but I ball a lot So young stony, I do it I want Candy paint with the white on top Lambo doors or the woo-wop drop If you busy plotting on what I got Kicking your door and swat you thought Hundred thousand dollars on the tabletop Left price my whip, same price my watch yep. Got no jumper, but I ball a lot Swish, so young stony, I do it I want I been rolling 28, hit the road Hit the switch, super suicide though Tell me what I stand for. Know me, homie, you don't want war. Candy paint with the white on top. Lambo doors or the woo up drop. If you busy plotting on what I got, kicking your door and swat you thought. Hundred thousand dollars on the tabletop. Half price my whip, same price my watch. Got no jumper, but I ball a lot. So young stony, I do it I want. Candy paint with the white on top. Lambo doors or the woo-wop drop If you busy plotting on what I got Kicking your door and swat you thought Hundred thousand dollars on the tabletop Half price my whip, same price my watch and welcome back to the show, everybody. It is Late Night with Lucas T. Blue. I'm your host, Lucas McCormick. I'm joined with Jared Sutton, Vidi Gallardo, and Duncan Miller. Uh, I'm going to quickly uh, talk about uh, Kazaya's, um list. I don't know if she's going to make it in. Um, but what she told me yesterday was that her favorite character, character like you, Duncan, was Letty Ortiz, um, played by Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, the reason she likes Letty is because she is, um, she's been with the squad the whole time. She's, you know, got the same, you know, power level as Vin Diesel. What did, what did, uh, Cypher say? Uh, Miss Alpha? Uh, when she was, when she was explaining the stereotypes of the group, she's like, Alpha, with, referring to Vin Diesel. And then she's like, looking at Letty, Miss Alpha. Um, and I liked how, uh, Letty didn't have a, uh, counterpart in the other team she was her own counterpart yes yeah which is which is cool she's she's a great character um and then uh also said that her favorite movie is furious seven uh because she loves the build-up of letty's character in that film um with all the flashbacks and uh you know watching all the films leading up to that you're really invested in this character and how important she is to the fast saga um and uh, how many times she gets launched from vehicles uh, to uh, <laughs> other what? to the to the to the tops of other vehicles? <laughs> she she they're doing it now twice. That I think about it. Yeah, yeah. So so she got launched in F- Fast and Furious Six from the tank, and then uh, Vin Diesel caught her, and uh, Vin Diesel catches her again in the new trailer for Fast Nine. I'm not wrong. That's pretty impressive. Honestly. Yeah, she she did it twice. Record. She literally did it twice. Um, but with that, I will jump into uh, my favorite things from the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, but before I do that, Duncan, do you want to read off some of these uh, 
cool uh, box office records. We okay. talked about this a little so bit last week. The box office stuff that we're finally getting to. Mm-hmm. Uh, some observations that I found from looking at the entire saga plus Hobbs and Shaw numbers. The Fast franchise does extremely well in international markets, especially uh, in the last 10 years, so including Mm -hmm. 5 and all the way up to Hobbs and Shaw. uh, The international viewers outpace the domestic market, which is interesting. Films like Star Wars don't always do this and usually get killed in the uh, international markets and then the last thing that I have is this franchise ranks ninth all time in worldwide box office at a whopping 5.89 billion with the film's total budget being 1.2 billion so they made way out ahead of what they were uh, shooting for and have a pretty good all time ranking top 10 that's a lot of cars a lot of cars destroyed yes well what was it in furious 7 that had like the most carnage for one scene it was like 40 or 50 cars cars yeah for one scenes it's insane um car carnage which is insane i like imagine how many times they have to do the wrecks over and over again Mm -hmm. those poor stunt drivers man they do some crazy stuff some of them are pros yeah it's insane. We were looking at some of the information. Apparently, Tokyo Drift had a lot of real drifting in it, which is insane. Um, and it wasn't all CG. Um, so that was that was cool um, and stuff. Um, uh, so there's that. Um, but I think I'll talk about some of my favorite moments from the series. Uh, we have Keep You Alive from Brothers Voodoo, which is a song from the Hobbs and Shaw soundtrack. Um that I chose, um, but I uh, also chose for my favorite moment, the bank vault scene. The reason I love this scene is why, cause start to finish, it's absolutely insane. It's easily my favorite car moment. Um, as we talked about in the last uh, last pod, or last pod, what? Yeah, what am I saying? that's right. Uh, last, that. last show, last episode. Um, it's the first scene in the series that makes no logical sense. Uh, and the, even the audience can figure that out, but it's still like absolutely insane. Um, and the buildup to this scene is crazy. Cause they're like trying to figure out all the ways to get the money out of this bank vault. Um, they're like, okay, we hack it. No, we can't do that. Okay. We, uh, you know, we, we get in by blowing up the walls. No, we can't do that. Um, so what they, we get in by stealing police cars and driving, getting in, getting out. Can't do that. So they end up just like, all right, all bets are off the table. Let's just go in with two souped up chargers, which is completely impossible. Use some like crazy uh, jerry-rigged like metal cable uh, to rip the bank vault out of the wall that it's sitting in um, and drive it across the streets of Rio de Janeiro. (laughs) And then have a backup bank vault yes to swap yeah so that the the uh dss can't track them down at the yeah. end there's gone without a trace it's empty bank vault yeah it's also one of the few scenes in the series where a character actually gets shown to be destroyed by some large piece of equipment and it's quite amazing and very uh satisfying moment um, so double cross them the, the hops yeah. uh right hand right hand woman 
whatever yeah. her name was, she just got annihilated. Yeah, it was it was insane. Uh, what a what a it was a crazy, crazy scene. And there's no possible way that two chargers from 2011 could haul that amount of weight. Uh, <laughs> so just watching it like rip through buildings and stuff is just so funny to watch. Um, <laughs> and then I like how this scene is the scene that they've one upped multiple times. Like, not just once. They've one-upped it, like, four or five times throughout the following films. So many square oh, you're not. Sorry, I turned your mic down for a second. Let me. Oh, there you so, go. So many square feet of pure steel. It was it was insane. Um, it was very, very funny. Um, also, uh, my favorite movie is Fast Five for that obvious reason. Um, when you introduce Luke Hobbs um, into this film... It's the first squad up um, of the stories. You know, you get, it's actually the first film that connects all these like separate build up moments. It connects the first movie with bringing in characters from the first movie, connects the fourth movie and the plot that it was set up in that film. It connects the third movie with Han. It connects um, with the second movie with uh, Ludacris and uh, Tyrese. It's just a great squad up film. It's super fun. It's ridiculous. Um, it's set in Rio de Janeiro. Hobbs starts as the villain. Oh, and uh, Duncan was asking me why my Michael Scott comment was made. The reason I made that comment is that Hobbs has the Michael Scott arc where in the first season, he's just an evil character and just horrible. But in the second, you know, following movies, he you, you kind of warm up on him and he's not as not quite as cringy and evil as he was in the first season. Um, so he's got still cringy. Yeah. Still a little cringy, but uh, you know, Hobbs is a great character and he's basically helped this series survive as long as it has. Um, I beat Avengers to the connected universe stuff. I mean, it's the year before Avengers came out. So first big squad up film in a while, True. Um, which is incredible. So there's that. Um, and then my favorite character is Dominic Toretto. Did you, did you guys Somebody expect had that? Someone it. had to say Dom. It was me. The reason I like Dominic Toretto, he's got leadership skills. He's not a perfect leader, and he knows it. Uh, but he handles the group's disputes perfectly. Um, and also, he has like probably one of the best like separation arcs ever for any sort of couple on screen couple ever, um, where he has to you know once his uh, once thought dead lover comes back to life sort of um, and how to deal with that um, and the willingness to die for the rest of the uh, crew is crazy um, he has a temper and he's not afraid to show it uh, as you've seen with certain characters and uh, Hobbs the big fight with Hobbs in Fast Five as well as uh, the big fight with Shaw and Furious 7 with the two giant wrenches <laughs> Man, are you kidding me? No guns for Toretto. Only, yeah. only and he, tools. And in the fourth movie, he literally takes a bullet to the shoulder and brushes it off like it's no big deal. It's one of the greatest things ever. He's a metahuman. He is, and it's it's pretty awesome. Um, I love these movies, and Dominic Toretto is pretty much the sole core reason that, that this series is a thing, and it's so lovable. Um rest in peace uh brian and paul walker obviously but 
Well, Bri Brian's not dead. He's Bri still Brian is actually technically still alive because they reference him in Fate, but they're like, we'll never bring him back in. We, we promised ourselves. He's a, he's a father now. Yeah. Right. I still think they could do it. Video, one more. Video, you got something? Yeah. No? no? Okay. okay. Alright, no worries. Well, I think that's kind of it. Do we have I, uh, any a, predictions any... for Vast 9? Oh, yeah, we should do predictions. I have three. I'll say one of them. Jared, do you have any predictions? No, I you... uh, keep. Okay. Yeah. Cypher, played by Charlie's Throne. Already put on the Mount Rushmore uh, female action hero, Charlie's Throne will join the Fast family by the end of the film, in the ninth one. That's my big, bold prediction. See, I, I don't think so, because I think we need one central villain for the final films. And I feel like John Cena is going to be... John Cena is going to be the Winter Soldier, where he has the Winter Soldier arc, where he's he is a super metahuman like Dominic Toretto, but he comes in and he is going to basically wreck house and then become part of the team when he realizes what Cypher is doing to him. Um, and uh, that's my theory. And then I don't know for sure, but in the, the first trailer, they teased a rocket engine on top of a Pontiac Fiero. So space? So there's the possibility of space. I don't... Really, I kind of want them to save it for the next film. So what I'm thinking is they're gonna they're gonna do some crazy stuff where they're gonna maybe breach the atmosphere, and that it, that's gonna be the big cliffhanger of this next film. Because we know for sure that there's going to be a Fast Ten. We don't know for sure if there's gonna be a Fast Eleven. But I think space is going to be it's going to be hinted at in this film, and then it's gonna be implemented in the following film. That's my theory. Uh, also, this has been kind of confirmed. Uh, L Lucas Black's character from Tokyo Drift will be making a okay. main character appearance uh, as Sean in this film, um, along with some other Tokyo Drift characters, which could be fun. Do you think Ryan Reynolds will return as uh, no. Agent Lock? I think that was a I think that was a one-off thing because the director of Hobbs and Shaw was the director of Deadpool. Uh, that is okay, that okay. is my only reason. All right. um, Kevin Hart could potentially make Ooh, another there appearance. There we go. Um, but uh, the controlman. I don't know, and I don't really feel like it. I would. I really hope that they end up bringing like the Rock and stuff back for maybe like a short appearance, even if it's something small like an Avengers Endgame portal scene. I would still take that. You know, it doesn't have to be a big scene. Um, but I, I want I want to see a film where every single character, minus Paul Walker, shows up in the film. Even I don't know, bring bring in one of the Walker brothers and have him be have him be Brian for just a hot second. That'd be cool, right? I think they could do it where they just don't show his face. But yeah, if you see him and like, and he says something over on the a mic beach somewhere, yeah. and he's like, he does the voice, he does the Sam but... the Sam Wilson from uh, Avengers where he's like on your left, <laughs> or you never had your car, Dom. <laughs> Like uh, something where you could you could tell it's him, but you don't have to like see his yeah. face or something, something like that, where y you know he has a happy ending. Yeah, just just kind of to bring it back around. Yeah, to, to like Toretto's market or something like that. Well, they confirmed that Mia is going to be in this film, so we'll we'll okay. see, we'll see how it all goes. But yeah, any other predictions, Jared? You got anything? 
Any any crazy Carfoo moments? I hope I hope the rock doesn't leave. <laughs> Neither do I. I miss him. Yeah. He's got to do Jungle Cruise, man. Disney he's got to do he's got to do Fast and the Furious African Queen. <laughs> Whoa, what? That's it's a it's an old film from with uh, Humphrey Bogart from like oh, the 60s. Oh, are you so he's going to like do that thing like after Jungle Cruise? No, that's he's start. no, that is that that's basically what Jungle Cruise he's, looks like he, to me. He's, okay. Wa watch watch some clips from Jungle Cruise okay. and you'll understand what I mean. Cuz very very like old timey movie yes. yeah. Disney yeah. trying to remake a movie. They're not well. They're not trying they're, to remake it. Jungle Cruise is its own original property based on a Disneyland ride. Yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean is based on a ride. And yeah, they, they made that into a swashbuckling franchise. Actually, you want to know what Pirates of the Caribbean was? Pirates of the Caribbean was a leftover budget from a Monkey Island film. Wow. Yeah. So they turned it into one of the Monkey biggest. Maybe we should Island. do a Pirates. Pirates. I would totally next do year. a because I have not seen the actual last movie yet. Next year, let's so let's, let's maybe do Pirates. Okay. We we already have too many films set up, franchise talks for this semester. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think that'll end off our show for this week. Um, I have one more song. Obviously, it's going to be the, the saddest song. Okay. Do, you um, want, do you want to give up people a um, disclaimer about next week? Uh, next week, yeah. So next week is not going to be a normal show. It's going to be a new thing that I'm trying out called the Vibe Bop Banger playlist, uh, where I'm just going to be on the show. And I might talk for a hot second, but I won't be talking too much. But I'm just going to be playing music that I like because I've been doing. We've been doing so many themed shows where uh, it's been. I've been choosing music based on the theme of the episode, so I haven't been like able to like really show my my musical tastes in a while. So that's kind of the reason why I'm doing it, and uh, I'll give these guys a break and myself a break for writing and stuff, and we'll come back in uh, a couple of weeks with some new stuff um, on the horizon. Not not for the next episode yet, but on the horizon we will have a Bond episode coming up. Uh, I think the first week of April potentially. Um, so we'll see about that. So stay tuned for that for another franchise frenzy. Um, but that's that's about it for this week. Uh, but in in the spirit of ending this Fast and Furious thing, we're gonna we're gonna end it with the the beautiful by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth. See you again. Oh, that's keep you alive. Let's there we go. Anyways, good night, you guys. Have a good night. It's been a long day without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again We've come a long way from where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again When I see you again Damn all the planes we flew, good things we've been through Then I'll be standing right here talking to you About another path I know we love to hit the road and laugh But something told me that it wouldn't last Had to switch up, look at things different See the bigger picture Those were the days, hard work forever pays Now I see you in a better place Ah, uh, how can we not talk about family When family's all that we got Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side And now you gon' be with me for the last ride It's been a long day with
without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. Watch your way and the vibe is feeling strong and was small Turned to a friendship, a friendship turned to a bond And that bond will never be broken, the love will never get lost And when brotherhood come first, then the line will never be crossed Established it on our own when that line had to be drawn And that line is what we reach, so remember me when I'm gone can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I went through, you were standing there by my side. And now you're gonna be with me for the last one. Let the light guide your way. Yeah. Hold every memory as you go. And every road you take will always lead you. It's been a long day without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again We've come a long way from where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again